Hey, all you crazy cats. My name is Mackenzie. My name's Madison. And welcome <laughs> to Spooktacular Sisters. Sisters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll get better at it. Yeah. Okay. So, welcome everyone. We're just going to kind of talk about what our podcast we get into it. Um, going off of our name, Spooktacular Sisters. We're sisters mm-hmm. in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, and our podcast is just going to be like all things spooky. Um, and creepy. And creepy, spooky, ooky. Yeah. <laughs> so true crime, hauntings, paranormal. Um, could even be like alien encounters. Yeah. Big like, foot. Yeah. <laughs> Him. <laughs> um, or her legendary stuff just all things that would make you feel spooky um yeah so we're gonna introduce ourselves too so you can kind of get to know who we are and whatnot Mm -hmm. um do you want to go first do you want me to (laughs) sure i'll go first i'm madison or maddie um i mackenzie's my older sister um we grew up in South Dakota and mm-hmm. um, you can probably boys. <laughs> huh? Then you can probably hear it. Sorry oh. everyone, our O's are real long and we can't change that. Um we've always kind of liked all things well, when I was a child I didn't. Kenzie <laughs> yeah. always liked things spooky. Now that I'm older I like things spooky. I remember we always grew up watching um, Tim Burton movies and Mm -hmm. just we've always loved Halloween. We always had this weird fixation on Halloween. Yes. And yeah, I guess that's about it. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like Maddie said, we're from South Dakota. Um. You can hear it. Sorry. Can't change it. So if you're not from the Midwest, <laughs> it's going to sound real long sometimes. And sometimes we will per- like probably mess around and go, oh, yeah, and push mm-hmm. it. But then there's going to be times that we'll say, oh, yeah, and we'll think we're normal, but it's not going to sound that way to you. So sorry. Um, and I'm her older sister, like she said. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, thinking back as kids I don't remember like our mom loved when we were little she loved to decorate not that she doesn't now but that was a thing and just holidays in general and mom had a lot of Halloween stuff Mm -hmm. and like getting it out was super fun and like she had lights like she had a little tiny like Halloween tree um I don't know. Like, I guess I've always liked things spooky, like Maddie said. And Maddie is right. She did not like it when she was little. She got scared of it, which is funny because now she can handle scary stuff. And I, that's the thing. I like spooky. I don't like scary. (laughs) (laughs) I am a big wimp and I will freak myself out so badly, but like, I'll still be watching ghost shows and everything like that. But (laughs) I can't watch after a certain point in the day because I'll probably freak myself out and I can't sleep. But um, love Halloween. Always have. I don't know if it's the costumes or the time of year. We both love fall. So that mm-hmm. probably just falls into it. We do love Christmas and stuff too. But yeah, something about Halloween. Something about the spooky. Um, yeah, I was going to say. And just maybe just trying to figure out what makes things spooky like we grew up watching ghost shows too mom likes watching that um mom told me a long time ago when she was younger she loved to read like stephen king books and stuff like that so that might be part of it i don't know yeah um but yeah we just grew up to watching disney channel and halloween town and yeah did the good og stuff um but yeah that's a little bit about us um if you're Zodiac people, you'll figure out real quickly that I'm a Leo because I always talk. And um, Maddie is a Pisces. Because I always <laughs> so, cry. Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> Happy, sad, mad, tears. That's, I'm emotional. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's Maddie. Um, and then I 
don't know how to deal with emotions. So then I make jokes (laughs) to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's us um, and all the spookiness. And because we're from South Dakota, I thought our story today would be something from South Dakota. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're from South Dakota or the Midwest, specifically South Dakota, um, for people that don't know, for the people in the back, yes, it's Mount Rushmore State. Yes. <laughs> what we have. We got the nice um, rocks. <laughs> <laughs> the nice rock faces, yes. Yeah, the faces. The faces on the rocks. Um, mm-hmm. That, if you're from South Dakota, that's on West River. And yeah. we grew up on East River. And it's a thing. And it's literally, there's a river that goes yep. through the Missouri River. <laughs> and <laughs> if you're on the east side, it's flat. Like, yeah. I kid you not. Um, it's farmland, of course, but it's flat on that side. It's, pff, there's nothing for miles. I think Grammy's saying was like, you could watch yeah. your dog yeah, run yep. away for 10 miles. And it's true. Yep, it's just flat. And corn fields. Yeah, <laughs> just, that's it. And then you go West River, and there are there's not mountains, but it's hills, the Black Hills, Mount Rushmore. That's definitely where tourism is, um, and that's where this story is going to take place. It is the historic Adams House, and it's from well, from it's in Deadwood, South Dakota. So, um, for people that maybe not might not know Deadwood, that would be where like. You know, the Old West, picture it, oh. Wild Bill Hickok, like, yep. gambling. What were you saying? <laughs> like, like, there's a lot of history there from, like, the 1800s. Yes. A lot of, um, a lot of bad things happened there, too. Like, specifically on certain streets in Deadwood. I remember learning that from, like, a tour guide. He said there was one time on a block. I don't know what block it was, but they didn't have laws for like a week there were no laws for a week so like there were so many killings and like murders and just bad things happened so there's a lot of um spiritual stuff out there a lot of ghosts a lot of energy a lot of weird stuff out there yeah and if you haven't ever been to Deadwood like if you're from South Dakota I highly recommend go like Mm -hmm. even if you're not go um but it's really cool it I mean, they still do like these skits in the streets of they'll do a shootout. The saloon number 10 is still there. Now, of course, um, there is a lot of like actual gambling going on and there's lottery machines and whatnot, but they still have a lot of the history there. Um, But yeah, you can go into saloon number 10 with Wild Bill Hickok where he was shot by Jack McCall, you know, all of it. And you learn a lot. Um, There's I haven't been but there's the cemetery there um, and everything. Yeah. So it's a really cool place. And it's definitely gives you like that sense of the old West because like with the gold rush and I'll get into that too, there was a lot going on there. It was definitely a happening town because yeah, it's you know, the gold rush. It, <laughs> yes. It's popping. <laughs> My eyeballs just went, well, because I did not expect you to do that. <laughs> Um, also for everyone too, we've been told a lot that we sound a lot alike. So yeah. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I will try. I, we don't hear it. Maybe when we listen to the recording, we'll hear it more. Yeah. Um, but we don't hear it. So I'll try my best to be like, cause this is Mackenzie talk. You'll figure out real quick. The person that talks the most is Mackenzie. Just yeah. remember that. Yeah. Then you, you'll be good. So, but <laughs> I'm going to get into it. So we're in Deadwood. Deadwood. historic Adams house. So going back, we're going to go back to the 1800s and it is 1892 and construction has started on this grand Queen Anne Victorian mansion, legit mansion. Um, And this house, which, oh, sorry, I didn't even say this. Maddie does not know anything about this we're gonna try to do it where we kind of like surprise each other i'm literally taking notes because i want to remember (laughs) if you hear me scribbling that's why because i don't know anything about it (laughs) oh god okay so um this house 
was the purpose of this house. It was being built for Harris Franklin and his family to live in. So, and this was a mansion and the mansion at the time to be built would cost between 8,000 to $10,000. And remember it's 1892. So what was also cool about this mansion was that it had all the modern conveniences. Um, I did for the people that were interested, because I always like to know, like, what would that be, like, the cost be now? Mm-hmm. Um, today, so the 8000 mm-hmm. to $10,000, that would be equivalent to, like, $266,692.75 that. to $333,365.93. So, like, basically so. buying a house nowadays. <laughs> For a mansion in the 1800s. Yes. Yeah. 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 So this mansion was described as, quote, the beau ideal of modern American house in any urban center. I don't know who said that quote, but that's how they described it. Um, it, The mansion, it was like when they built it, it was based on a stock design um, created by Simon Eisendrath. Mm-hmm. And Harris hired, um, he hired a local contractor and that was Tuplin or Tuplin and Johnson. And they did the mansion's construction. Um, I don't know if you know this, Maddie, but apparently way back in the day, like way back, um, you could order houses out of Sears catalogs, you know, oh, like Sears yeah. the store. I heard that off of something else or you told me that I remember. Yeah. I heard so I put, put that in here cause I thought it was interesting. And if, for the people that don't know, you could like order from a Sears catalog and the materials were shipped to you and you put your house together. So this, so I'm wondering if like with the stock design, if that's what, what that meant. So, Mm -hmm. and then in the beginning, when I said it was a queen Anne style, if you're like, what is that? So a queen Anne style mansion, um, the architecture, architectural historian, John C. Poplier, he said, quote, it's a contrast of materials. So um, that's what described Harris Franklin's new mansion. And I'll get more into it because it's not like a specific kind. It's kind of a contrast of everything going on. So when looking at the first floor, that was with um, quarried red sandstone. So red sandstone, it's used all over the world, but it's kind of like an orangish reddish brick. And if you quarry it, you know, a quarry is if you go into a deep pit and you like mine out the materials such Uh as redstone, uh, red sandstone. This red sandstone was brought from Buffalo Gap, South Dakota by train to Deadwood. So they had it sent there from Buffalo Gap. Um, And the roof of the mansion had metallic shingles and there was a dome and a corner turret on the third floor or attic. And that was a smoking room that was used by visiting gentlemen guests. So they could go smoke. Um, And a turret, that's like a small tower that goes straight up from the roof. So Mm -hmm. it kind of looks like those little like dome things you'll see on older style. And that's like houses. That's like a turret. Um, So the first floor was furnished with oak and pine. And the mansion had all the modern conveniences, like I said Mm -hmm. before, but like thinking of 1892, it really did because it had central heat, oh, wow. indoor plumbing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like I even okay. put a note with what Grammy was born it's in 42 <laughs> and they still used an outhouse. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was like, Grammy used an outhouse growing up. So yeah, which I don't know. They had plumbing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know if you know this, but apparently Grammy's dad, great grampy, mm-hmm. um, he didn't want to like upgrade and stuff to indoor plumbing. So there could be <laughs> yeah. like, he didn't want to, he thought it was outrageous to have a toilet in your house apparently. So there might've been some stuff a little back there, but still in 1892 to have indoor plumbing and heat, um, yeah, central heat, they had yeah. cold and hot running water. What? Electrical lights. What? Telephone services. Okay. And also wall to wall carpet apparently that's was a design then um yeah like it like carpet wall yeah (laughs) oh okay and the house had 10 rooms so like a mansion 10 rooms that's big Mm -hmm. yeah 
So Harris Franklin and his wife, Anne, and their son, Nathan, they moved into the mansion in August of 1893. So in 1896, they added more beauty character to the house. Um, Mitchell and Hallbach, I believe, it's a Chicago design firm. Um, They added hand-painted and stenciled canvases on the walls. They did stained glass, decorative paintings throughout the house, and they just made it even more, like, elegant and amazing, as if it wasn't already probably for the time, too. Are they high society? They must have been. I don't know much (laughs) about them. I should have looked more into them, but they they must have been. If they could have dropped eight to ten grand, they must have been doing well. Society, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> society. Yeah. Um, the entry hall was decorated in empire style. Okay. The sitting room was decorated <laughs> in Flemish Renaissance. And the dining room was painted in the style of German baronial. German baronial. Okay. Yeah. So I put it for a note for us. I was like, think very grand and king-like. Okay. Um, I looked up pictures. It I couldn't even try to put it in words to describe it because it just looked like schmancy, like yeah. pillory, white, elegant, like whoa, like mm-hmm. yeah. Is so, it still standing? Yeah, it's a museum okay. now. You can, mm-hmm. go. You can okay. go. Yeah. Um, so then the parlor was painted white enamel and there were watercolor painted flowers in the corners of the ceilings, okay. and they like stretched them out to come to the center of the ceiling which sounds really pretty. Yeah. Um, and then there's stairs that are off of the second floor that give you like a direct way to the turret, that smoking room. Mm-hmm. And then um, this mansion was reported in local newspapers and it was known as like one of the finest in Deadwood and also west of Omaha. So like they oh, were saying like all the way out to there, like this is like one of the finest mansions and houses. So wow. So now we're jumping to 1904 and Harris and his and son and Franklin's son, Nathan, he's now grown up. He's got himself a wife, uh, Ada, Ada, A-D-A. I never know. I'm like Ada, Ada. Ada. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they bought the mansion from his parents for one dollar. Huh. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Part of me was like. <laughs> why like you couldn't even give it to him but then i'm like yeah. did they have to do that for like paperwork oh, i don't know yeah i don't even own a house yet so i don't know uh, yeah i don't know <laughs> so i don't know but i was just like one dollar okay um so nathan and ada i'm gonna call her ada i don't know ada. nobody come at me nathan and ada are planning some changes to the flooring the lighting and paint colors to just kind of make it more of their house now and their taste and everything. So, mm-hmm. and remember before I said there was wall to wall carpeting. Yep. Well, it's 1904. So that's, that's old news. That's okay. Trash. They changed okay. it, the parlor to oh, parquet flooring okay. and ornamental flooring was put in the sitting room. And bird's-eyed maple flooring was put in all rooms on the second floor, except the maids' floors, because, you know, servants. And the kitchen had linoleum, which makes sense. And they did paint on the walls, and they added new decorations. So I put some notes here, because the flooring, I was like, what? There's, like, three different types. What the heck is it? So parquet flooring, it's like the little tiny Mm -hmm. slabs of wood that you can arrange in any order or design. So... Some people make them in like diamond shapes or they kind of just put the slabs on like shifted pieces, but you can kind of just do it however, like little pieces of wood, like little rectangles. Okay. Um, Bird's eyed maple, that is maple wood flooring and it's lighter colored wood. And the wood has those black, dark eye looking things and the dark circles. So that's bird's eyed flooring. And then, um, yeah, that's what that is. And then ornamental flooring ornamental flooring can be anything you want because if you look it up it's all different types it's just fancier flooring that you would put on your floor I don't know how many times you can say floor but that's what that is (laughs) and so Nathan and Ada they they modern my modernized their mansion even more Mm -hmm. even though it already was super modern and adding their own personal touches so here we have 
I'm, I'm, I'm sure I did such a great job and everybody's picturing this beautiful mansion. <laughs> and so now that was, you know, the, the, the Franklin family and this house is known as the Adams oh. mansion. Right. So you're probably like, okay. Right, okay. So these people owned it. I don't, I don't know what all happened. I, yeah, you find your flaws in research as you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And so now the Adams house these people are, they're coming in and that's where it came named after. So, um, in 1877, now I know I said it was 1904, but we're backing up a little bit for the Adams family. In 1877, William Emery Adams, or also known as, um, W.E. Adams came to Deadwood with his brother. Um, from now on, I'm going to call him W.E. W.E. gave gold mining a try. Um, this was during the Black Hills Gold Rush, and that actually, the gold rush in the Black Hills started from Colonel Custer's expedition in 1874, and they had found gold in French Creek. Um, that area where they founded the expedition in French Creek, this is now known where um, Custer, South Dakota is. So that's where that's at, if you're curious. Um, in 1876, about 10,000 people we're in the Black Hills hoping to strike it big. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, this did not work out for W.E. But thankfully, his brother that he came with had started a grocery business. So W.E. went into business with him and he ended up taking over the business and it became a huge success. And he became one of the richest men in Deadwood. Oh, wow. Um, which is, yeah. So even though he didn't strike it big in gold mining, he still was really successful, which worked out well for him. Yeah. So in 1920, now we're fast forwarding again, W.E. and his wife, Alice, they bought what is now known as the Adams House. So they bought it from the Franklin family. Got it. In 1920. In 1920. Yep. Okay. So now remember, I already talked about like how modernized the house was already. Well, (laughs) W.E. and Alice made it even more modernized with changes and they added even more like convenience to it. So. They changed the fireplace to gas. Now, remember, people, this is 1920. Okay. Yeah. They changed the fireplace to gas. They improved the house's heating system. Okay. Um, They added in more modern lighting uh, and just made it their own, made it more fancy schmancy for the time. Mm -hmm. Because remember, (laughs) people are using outhouses still. Yep. (laughs) But (laughs) they've got it all in their, their house. So. Everything seems great so far, but remember, this is a spooktacular sisters podcast, so not everything's perfect. We're going to go downhill real quick. Yeah. So unfortunately, the Adams had only been living in their home for five years when tragedy struck the family. Uh, In 1925, Alice Adams, you know, W.E.'s wife, Mm -hmm. she was diagnosed with cancer. Um. And she was, tra- she traveled to Pasadena, California to go visit their daughter, Helen. Uh, Helen was seven months pregnant. So that's why she went to go visit her. I'm sure probably to stay there, to be with her during the birth and everything, I'm assuming, especially at that time, because yeah. just, yeah. So while Alice was visiting Helen, she, she passed away. Oh, crap. Yeah. So that's terrible in its own. Mm-hmm. The stress of losing her mom put Helen into yeah. premature labor. Yeah. And due yeah. to this stress and I'm assuming premature labor and it being 1920, it was too much for Helen and Helen also passed away. Oh, snap. And the <laughs> baby that was born, it was a baby girl named Helen. They, they, she was also named Helen. Um, she had also passed away. So, yeah, so baby Helen, she was only alive for a few hours, but I'm, I'm just assuming it being 1925, um, she was a preemie. I mean, she was seven months pregnant at the time. So she was a premature baby. And I'm assuming that they just didn't have what they needed to help for her. Yeah. And also just like Helen too, who gave birth. I mean, now we have so much more for that, but 1925, there's just a lot. So mm-hmm. if you people were counting, that is three three deaths, unfortunately. So yeah. W.E., 
Adams mm-hmm. lost his family in less than two days. Did they only have one child? Like, well, they had Helen or? They actually had one more. Um, okay. Right. For my notes here, I had two that W.E. and Alice also had an older daughter. Oh, okay. But she had passed away a few years earlier from oh, a disease. You're kidding. Now, so oh, poor W.E. lost his daughter a few years earlier from a disease. Oh. And then his wife's diagnosed with cancer. She goes to visit their daughter in California to be there for their grandchild that's mm-hmm. going to be born. I'm sure they're super excited. I don't know what happened. But again, it's 1925 and cancer treatment then. You know, who knows? She passes away, daughter passes away, and then baby just passes away too because of all of the things. So he is the last person in his family. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even imagine. No. Um, So even though that he went through all of this and all the heartbreak, um, he actually donated $35,000 to build Deadwood's Historical Museum, which is now the Adams Museum. So there's the Adams house we're talking about, but there's also the Adams museum. So there's two oh, things. Okay. Yeah. And he put the donation in memory of his wife, Alice, and also for his two daughters, which I was thought that was really cool. And mm-hmm. considering poor guy. Yeah. So a few years later, W.E. met Mary Mastrovich. Mastrovich. Mm-hmm. You got it. Yep. <laughs> and they got married. <laughs> Which, okay, good on him. I'm glad he found someone. Doesn't surprise me. It was a few years later. There wasn't a specific on there. Um, So I would, you know, a few years later. Um, But W.E. was 73. Oh, okay. And Mary was only 29. um, So there was... Yeah, so there was some quite some chattering in the Deadwood and lead communities mm-hmm. um, of the 44-year age gap, if you're wondering how many years that is, 44. Now, age is age. You do you. <laughs> doesn't bother yeah. me. But it definitely is, a you know, when you think of it. And it's funny because at that time you got married young and had babies young, but it's like, but God, like, don't marry <laughs> older Right. But, you know, everybody wants to talk about something. So on yeah. June 7th, 1934, so they, they're married. They're living in the Adams house. Things are good. Okay. June 7th, 1934, W.E. Um, suffered from a stroke. Okay. And he passed away in the house on June 16th, 1934. Mm-hmm. So on June 7th, he had the stroke. But on June 16th, he passed away in the Adams house. Um, they had his body presented at the Adams museum that he had donated so much towards. And then he was also later buried in the family plot in Pasadena, California. So, um, and I would assume that's probably where Alice was his daughters, you know, so he was with them. I'm, I'm just kind of guessing on that. So, and also, I mean, he was 73 and in 1934, that was older. So especially with all the stuff he went through too back then yeah yeah so now it's just mary and she owns the house he left it to her so she has it but she didn't want to live in it alone which i mean i don't blame her it had 10 rooms in it and it was just the two of them already so um she locks up and closes the mansion up and she moves to california um she would come and visit deadwood yearly but she actually never stayed in the house she stayed in the franklin hotel Um, and people like, you know, why aren't you staying in your own house? Like your own mansion. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's got all, it's got indoor plumbing lady. Like, what are you doing? Um, but she claimed that the mansion was haunted. Okay. Um, and the home remained empty for 53 years. Holy crap. So she, she had it. It was hers. She had it all closed up for 53 years and then she sold it in 1987. Okay. Yeah. So at that point, it was then turned into a bed and breakfast, which mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, it makes sense, actually. Yeah. So during that time, too, because um, everything, you know, was locked away in the house, which I 
I didn't really look into like how well kept it was, but I'm I'm sure it was kept well together. Even though Mary didn't live in it, I don't foresee her like putting it in complete disarray. I think she just didn't want to live alone. And I, you know, so when they turned it into a bed and breakfast, like if you went there and stayed, guests were actually able to sleep on the Adams bed sheets that they had at the house, Mm -hmm. like the original ones that were there, and they even ate off of the the family's china because all of that was in there i feel weird about that and i don't know yeah why. i <laughs> i don't know if that. i could do that no i don't think i could there's like i don't know you know how i feel about things but it's kind of like that and whatever you do you if you're comfortable have at it yeah but it's kind of like that residual stuff where i'm like yeah. oh like someone else owned this and now i'm and like using respecting it that yeah yeah like that. yeah I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's just, especially too, like everything was so fancy. And I think that's probably why they did it to make it so grand, but I think it would spook me out a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, so the owners that had the bed and breakfast, they had some financial difficulties in 1992 and the town of Deadwood actually bought the home and they continued to run it as a bed and breakfast until 1995. So it just kind of switched ownership from people owning it to now the town of Deadwood. Um, But actually in 1995, it was um, shut down. It was closed because there was a heating system. The heating system had failed. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if there was some financial stuff there because it was left in disrepair. But in 1998, the city restored the home. So there was some time in between there where it sat. I don't know what was going on or, you know, cause it was yeah. pretty modern, you know, it's not like they had to update a ton. I mean, I'm sure they did, but not from like <laughs> starting out. So right. either way, 98, they restored the home. Um, a lot of restorations were done because it kind of seemed like it sat and it got, and if nobody's from South Dakota and especially West River, <laughs> South Dakota, you get snow and you get a lot. Um, yeah. It, like I said, it's not the mountains, but it's kind of similar in that sense of when they get snow, they get piled on. And like the Deadwood area, like if you were watching for snow days as a kid, they were pretty close pretty often. But so was that area because they just got like covered in snow. Oh so God. if yeah. it's left sitting in the weather and we do get hot here too so it gets really cold and a lot of snow um they don't deal with so much flooding but it also gets wicked hot too at times Mm -hmm. so yeah so a lot of restorations were done original materials and items from the adams house were kept in the home so they kept a lot of the original like they wanted to keep it what it was and um the restoration they did was major. Uh, the budget for it was set to $1.5 million. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. yeah so they had to do a lot. Um, yeah. but in 2000, the house was open to the public and then it was now put as a museum. So oh. now we're to current because this is still how it is. So there's the historic Adams house and then also there's the Adams museum but the historic Adams house is used as a museum as well. You can go and visit, do tours, all that stuff. So now done with the history of the house, you know what it's like, how it started, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Now we're talking the spooky stuff. So, because that's why you're all are here. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, remember earlier I said that Mary um, Adams, W.E.'s wife, she had believed the house was haunted And that's why she said she stopped living in it after W.E. died. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was also told around town that the house was haunted by W.E. Like, he was haunting it. And that's why Mary didn't stay in the house. And when she came back to Deadwood to visit, there was some, like, talk about haunted. Did she just not want to stay in it alone and Mm -hmm. said that to keep people out of it? I mean, I could see that. I don't know. But that's what was said and that's what was talked about around town is that he was the one haunting it so um the staff at the adams house um were were talked about um talked to about paranormal experiences in the house um they talked about how there is an entity that likes to make its presence known to the new staff um it can be subtle or it can be more upfront but it's noted more like of a way of like greeting new staff and welcome welcoming them so it doesn't sound like it's anything like 
scary, but just sometimes it can be smaller or a bigger thing, but it seems to be welcoming. welcoming. Um, one staff member had noted that it was like her first day on the job and she smelled the really strong smell of cigar smoke when she walked through the second floor. Um, so subtle, uh, another new staff member that was like, their job was a tour guide, um, (laughs) was leading a group through the, the home and they went and just had gotten on the second floor into what Mary's bedroom um, was and one of the rocking chairs began to like aggressively rock itself yeah, which again I tell you all people like I like spooky stuff but <laughs> I would be out yeah <laughs> nope yeah, would be out. <laughs> I would be out or I would be like you know you have your fight or flight response um I would be gone I have a flight response or a freeze yeah. response and I'm pretty sure, I don't know, I'm speaking for Maddie, but I'm pretty sure she'd be like, did you see that? Like, she'd be smacking my arm and or she'd be <laughs> smacking the air because it would be like the cartoon. I'd gone like <laughs> out the door. Um, so the tour group, they looked at the guide in surprise and um, like, whoo, and the yeah. tour guide that, you know, that was a quote by the group. Woo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the tour guide just like leads the group into another room. And that stopped the chair from rocking. Oh. So it's like, because aggressive, you know, like aggressively rocking. And then the tour guide leads them out and it just stops. Um, Apparently the guide was just like focused on his job and was just really stuck in professional mode. And he just tried to not let the moment startle him. And I'm like, wow. I would, I I don't know how. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, okay. Uh could maybe fake it where um you're just like uh and but like I think my facial expressions with like my eyes being like that's not yeah no um especially too like you walk out and then it just stops and you're just like all right I'm just gonna continue on the tour I yeah. I don't know if people were asking or maybe some of them oh that's like a part of the spookiness maybe they thought yeah. it just okay Ugh, I don't know but I would have been questioning it like yeah <laughs> and then it would just like stop I would yeah. I wouldn't be able to just ignore that no yeah I think I'd be in well you know me talking I'd be interrupting me like excuse me sir <laughs> who pushed the button to start it and stop it <laughs> who whose chair is that <laughs> yeah what if it was like we's chair or something yeah I don't know and then he's like and now we're entering um no 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 we're not entering anywhere <laughs> who did <laughs> Uh, so um black hills paranormal investigations also known as the bhpi which i didn't even know about i thought that was cool so there's an investigative group in the black hills um they've investigated the adams house and they also continue to do more investigations there um the bhpi i'm just going to call them that now um was contacted to come and investigate the house by Mary Kopko. She's the um, executive director of Deadwood History. So um, Mary had told BHPI that guests and staff were experiencing, you know, paranormal things. Um, And Mary talked about her experiences and she had told BHPI that she felt that she had seen the apparition of W.E. Adams in the house. Hmm. I'm like, okay, okay. (laughs) casual. Um, she talked about her other experiences too. Um, Mary had started working for Deadwood history as the Adams house director in 1995. Um, She lived next door to the Adams house. Um, I think that was more happenstance. I don't think it was like, you know how some places like the caretaker lives on property or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think she just happened to live next door to the Adams house. And she talked about that. There was countless times that the lights were left on in the home after it had been closed for the day, like tours are done and everything, but the lights are still on. Oh. Um, and she would go into the house to check things out to make sure that no one was inside and turn off all the lights. And then she would send like the closing staff um, messages to like remind them like, hey, make sure you t- make sure you turn off all the lights before you leave. Um, but all of the closing staff would state that they had turned off all the lights already and that they shouldn't be on and that they right. weren't sure why they were. Um, yeah, I don't, <laughs> That's I, weird. yeah, 
and I can't picture myself like looking out the window like her and be like, oh, the lights are on. I'm not a rational person. So <laughs> uh, I immediately be like, whoa. And I wouldn't go in. I'd be like, well, the light bill is going to be real high this month, people. Yeah. And I wouldn't go in by myself. No. no. And I, I get it because like she's, you know, she's a director of like, I get going over and being like, oh, like what the heck? And personal error. Like there's, there's times that I, you do it or like you leave your house and you're like oh the light you know especially like if depending on the time of year and if it's the summer and light out earlier you might not notice it until it's dark so okay she's doing her job people she's good um so you know closing stops like nope we've turned them off what the heck she also talked about another time that she was looking out of the window like out of her window at her house and she was looking at the adams house and in the window there, she saw a shadow of a thin man pacing yeah. back and forth in the upstairs window. Yeah, no. And I would have just walked away from my window and uh-uh. pretended that I never saw anything. But no, um, the Adams house is closed, so there shouldn't have been anyone in the house. So apparently she thought about calling the police, which right away I was like, oh, good. Like, don't go in the house. Like, that was... Yeah. <laughs> which... If somebody broke in, then like, okay, yeah, you should call the police. Like, okay. Um, But apparently she, cause she wasn't sure if it was like broken into, like she's figuring all this out. And apparently her son told her, quote, no mom, that's just Mr. Adams. He likes you. (sighs) So Uh she doesn't call the police, which, okay, fine. But she then goes over there, which I'm like, oh my God. Uh Um. And she found no one went inside and everything was locked and sealed up. Like windows were shut, you know, door, like there was no entrance into the home beyond how you would get in, which I couldn't do that. Like, it'd be one thing I'd be like, yep, call the police and call them over and they can check it out and they can tell you that. But yeah. and saying that, which I was like, oh, interesting. And K, but huh. <laughs> so, yeah. All well, right. There was said that was Mr. Adams. Yeah, meaning W-E, I'm assuming, is what okay. he said. He's like, so I think it was like, he's telling his mom, like, no, don't call. Like, it's just Mr. Adams, you know, and he likes you. Yeah. Yeah, um, so, like, don't call him. Was he, now, I don't know if you looked, like, if you found anything, but, like, was he a skinny man? And, I mean, when you're in your 70s, like, you lose a lot, like, when you're older, you lose weight and stuff. But if he was, like, a tall, thin man. Yeah. Um, I had looked at a few pictures. I didn't see any pictures of him, like just him, but he looked like a thinner man. Like he wasn't heavy set. I didn't notice. So yeah, I'm assuming that's probably who she would have saw. That's what, yeah. Yeah. There's another claim by an employee there that the, this employee was working there when it was a bed and breakfast. Um, and the employee was outside smoking taking like a smoking break and she had turned and saw a man just staring at her which again (laughs) this is just me in real life dealing with social (laughs) skills which I didn't say this in the beginning but I'm a special ed elementary special ed teacher so I work on social skills with kids but (laughs) I lack them in my own effort too and if I turned and saw someone just standing there I know that I'd be like hey yep (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And don't do that. Don't be that person that just appears. (laughs) Oh, man. So here she is. She's trying to relax. And I'm not promoting smoking. But I know that when you take a smoke break, you're trying to relax. So here this person's just there. And apparently, which (laughs) calmer person than I, she turned like turns her body to put out her cigarette. Which okay. I had a moment where I'm like, why would you? But I'm like, oh, I guess depending where, like, maybe the outside ashtray or, like, whatever. Like, she yeah. turns to, like, put it out. And when she turned back around, the guy was gone. Well, yeah. No. You don't yeah. know. Oh. And I love, like, I'm reading this. And then she just didn't think much about it. Which I was like, <laughs> I would have thought all about it. Are you kidding no. me? <laughs> no. Well, unless she runs into people just staring at her often. I don't know. I don't know who this person is. Yeah. Which, okay, like, I get, like, 
and it, I didn't, there was an, nothing more. Like she like went around the building to find, you know, okay, which whatever. And maybe you just see people kind of like checking out the house after tours. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Well, and at the time is a bed and breakfast. So maybe there was just people kind of like out and about checking out the house. Mm. But so this, this person does, this employee doesn't think much about it. Like, oh, okay. Odd, which I don't know. I don't smoke, but I've been like, I just put my cigarette out and I turn and now you're not here, but okay. I would have been um, investigating. No, nope, I wouldn't. No. Yeah. I and maybe I wouldn't have gotten like immediately, like, this is spooky, but I definitely been like, where yeah. did the dude that was just staring at me go? Yeah. Yeah. I would want like, to. Yeah. Because like he disappeared so fast. Well, yeah, and I'd just be like, where is he lurking? Yeah. <laughs> so she doesn't think much about it. But later yeah. on, she saw a picture of W.E. And she realized then that that was who the guy was staring at her. Ugh, creepy. Yeah, which I don't know because, like, you know, he welcomed new staff. Maybe he was – I didn't see anything oh. about smoking. Maybe he was like, hmm, you're not working? I don't, I don't know. But wasn't there the cigar smell? Oh, true. I don't know why I just said that. Cigars and yeah, and she was out smoking a cigarette or whatever, and he was just out hanging out with her or something. Maybe he was being judgy because remember the turret room was for visiting gentlemen guests. And she's a woman smoking. You don't do that. Yeah, that's not ladylike. Well, back then, no, you don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, I don't know. Maybe or maybe just like you said, like hmm, like who's smoking or like they're smoking in the wrong spot. Just kind of like this is odd. Yeah. So, um, Haley Chambers, she is now the, the curator or the caretaker of the Adam house. Um, she was telling BHPI of her experiences she had, and, uh, she had heard what sounds like people talking in different parts of the house. And, um, when she'd go to like, go check it out, uh, it was like the conversation moved to another part of the house. So, so she goes upstairs because she hears conversations and is like, oh, what the heck? Is somebody up there? Goes up there. Nobody's up there. But now it sounds like the conversation's downstairs. Oh, weird. I don't like yeah. that. Mm. So she also had noted that she'd get the feeling of being watched, which mm. any place you talk about with hauntings, people talk about that all the time. So, mm-hmm. um, and she said that when she would lock up the house, like she'd do a walk through the house to make every sure everything was put away locked up lights turned off just typical closing of anything you know everything's done and uh the next morning she did get those messages from mary copco because remember she was sending closing staff messages like hey lights are still on and she's the curator that's her job and she was being told like hey just make sure you turn off the lights um and she was I'm sure she was like what the heck like she had known she had done that the night before right when she was doing her check so she was like well, I don't know why they're on so there was an evening when Haley's standing outside and she's waiting for her ride to come and pick her up so the house is all closed up she's just waiting and she decides to take pictures of the house yeah. um nothing spooky comes of this oh, which because okay. I, I thought that right away <laughs> but the next morning she had a message from Mary that the lights were on so oh. she showed her the picture she took and mm-hmm. it was all the lights are off to prove to her. Um, just like I did shut everything off and this was right. what, you know, such and such time. And now the lights are on however long later. So, um, so then BHPI, they talk with a docent, which I was like, what is a docent? It's, yeah. it's like a tour guide oh, okay. um, at the Adams house. And uh, this tour guide, he was giving a tour. And he was standing at the top of the stairs that lead from the kitchen. So there was that staircase that from the kitchen that goes up to the second floor. That's where he was. And he's talking to our tour group, you know, doing his job. And he heard footsteps behind him and he didn't think anything of it. And I, he thought that maybe it was another docent coming up to like join him. Cause I'm sure that's happened. And he turned and nobody was there. Mm-hmm. And apparently when that happened, there was a lady in the tour group that she also confirmed that she had heard the footsteps too. Um, I don't know if he was kind of like, oh, like, j- you know, just your normal reaction. Like you hear something, you turn towards the sound. Um, yeah. I don't think he said anything, but I think she then was like, oh, I heard that too. Like just mm-hmm. making him know, like, I thought someone was coming upstairs too. Yeah. So um, there was another time that he was giving a tour upstairs and um, the people on the tour walked into that turret bedroom 
and they asked him how he got the rocking chair to move when they entered. <laughs> so he enters the room and he sees the rocking chair across the room was rocking back and forth. Yeah. Um, it didn't say aggressive like last time, but probably very noticeably rocking. Yeah. So they asked him like, hey, how'd you do that? Probably like, that was a neat trick. And I don't know why they talk like this in Deadwood, but they, <laughs> <laughs> they're all watching it. And I don't think he said anything or maybe he, you know, whatever. And all of a sudden it completely stops. Yeah, and I it was, what? I don't like that. Yeah. Like, just like stop. Like done. If it and like, slowly stops, that's different. But if it just yeah. like comes to a screeching halt. Uh-uh. Yeah. And that's what it sounded like. Cause they described it, it like, Someone had reached out, you know, like you go by a chair and you grab a hold of the chair to stop it. Yeah. That's what it looked like. But nobody was over there. Nobody touched it. But the, it was like an immediate stop. Like someone forced it to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and the docent had no explanation. Like not sure why it started. Not sure why it stopped. Totally. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that is all employee reports and everything. So I'm going to go into the little bit um, what the BHPI Black Hills Paranormal Investigations found when they went investigated. So, cause they had, you know, did their whole, if you've ever watched any ghost shows like we do, you do the interview, you find the history and then they go in and do it. So yeah, they talked to everyone, did interviews and they probably figured out how to develop a plan to investigate. I'm assuming, cause I've never yeah. done that. And they didn't just do one investigation. They did several. And I kind of noted it earlier that they continue to go and visit. Cause I'm sure just being black Hills investigations are from the black Hills. They probably mm-hmm. go there cause it's their stomping grounds to kind of just go right. check it out. Um, they did note that during every investigation that they did, they heard what sounded like talking coming from upstairs And they would go upstairs to find out where the voices were or the source. But when they were up there, it sounded like the voices were now coming from downstairs or a different location. That's weird. So they um, were experiencing exactly what they had talked about. Um, I believe Mm -hmm. it was Mary had said that, like, you go to find it. And then it was like, what the heck? Um, They had actually reached out to their command center. Um, I didn't say specifics, but if, again, if you watch ghost shows, they usually walkie to someone that yeah. is at their area with the cameras and blah. And they went outside or people talking around the building just, and it's giving us that sense of that. But um, they found out that no one was around the house and it was just them inside the house investigation, investigating. Mm-hmm. So there was no debunking for right. any of that, like why that was happening. Yeah. Um. During an investigation, they were walking up from the kitchen stairs to go to that second floor of the house, and there was an investigator that heard footsteps coming up behind him, (laughs) and he turned around and no one was there. Yeah. Uh, I just talked not long ago about that docent, that tour guide that thought there was another one coming up and that they weren't there. That was the same set of stairs. Okay. So one of the investigators actually played back their video footage because he was recording and they, they said that you can hear the footsteps on the audio and they can't debunk it. Um, so not sure what that is. And Mm -hmm. that was interesting during another investigation, there were three investigators that were in the library of the house or the library room, you know, um, and they heard what that sounded like to them was whistling, which I don't know why, but I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't like whistling ever. Yeah. And not that like I would like talking or anything, but I mean, whistling, I don't know why, like a dead silent house and you just hear a whistle. I don't know. So one of the investigators like whistled back to the sound and they're all shocked that there was a, a whistle like response back to them. Eee. Yeah, so they hear whistling. This guy's like, I'm going to whistle. And he whistles back. And then they get a response of a, like, whistling to them. Creepy. Yeah. So now to wrap it all up, um, BHPI, they had went over their data, their evidence and everything. And um, they felt with the reported experiences that they had talked about and then their own experiences that they felt that the Adams house is paranormally active. So um, they're there you can go there and do tours it's open um and i i like looked at the the deadwood history and stuff because i can try 
I don't know. This is our first episode, people. So I'll try my best to put that in show notes and stuff. But you can go there and look at it. Uh, Their hours of operation is 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And they have guided tours daily. That is through May through September. So probably more of their, I don't know, spring, summer. And then October, like it says April. I'm on their website now. I'm like, I'm assuming through April. They have 10 a.m. to 4 Tuesday through Saturday guided tours are at the top of the hour, but they're closed Sundays and Mondays and the historic Adams house has closed. Oh, closed November through March. So they've just much closed down, which if you're not from here, it's because of the winter. That's why it's like the worst <laughs> year. <laughs> yeah. And you're like March. Yes. March. Um, yeah. It, yeah. So that's, it's just probably closed for the winter and everything for travel and whatnot. So um, and admission prices, adults are $12, children 6 through 12 is $5, and if your child's 5 and under, it's free. Yeah. Um, and then they just have different passes and whatnot because there's different act- things you can go do in Deadwood. Because like I said, it's um, there's like a lot of different options to check out and whatnot. So um, yeah, that's the historic Adams house. Nice. Yeah. I didn't know anything about that, and I've been to Deadwood several times. Yeah, I had not known anything about that. Um, and, like, I've heard of, like, the the bigger ones, like, um, and this isn't in, in Deadwood, but, like, in Rapid, the Bullock Hotel, like, yep. all of those. But, again, that's where, like, and the ghost investigators have gone and checked it out. So, it's more publicized. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think. Oh, I, don't quote me, people. But I feel like ghost adventures if you people who watch them zach baggins i swear i'm just swearing i'm just cussing um that they had done the the adam's house because i when i was reading it and he had tragedy you know that he lost all of his family members i just for some reason in my brain have this like information tucked away that like he found out about his family passing it away through like telegram Okay. And I swore that's when like Zach Bagans was talking and they did, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know. I should have looked into that. I'm just like thinking on the spot now. But um, but it's definitely not as publicized as like other places there. Um yeah. and I mean, when you think of Deadwood, you think of like Wild Bill Hickok and like the Cowboys. Yeah, you think of just the old west and all yeah. of that stuff, like this isn't as much of that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And even in history type of stuff, because um, with teaching and everything, and because um, I, I do still live in South Dakota, people, uh, when you learn about South Dakota history with the, the kiddos, you don't, I don't recall talking much about this. It was more about like Colonel Custer, like the bigger yep. events for them to know about and whatnot, Gold Rush all of that stuff. Not saying that he's not important, but um, it, when you think of like the bigger things for them to know, like there was very much a lot of tragedy, tragedy to him, mm-hmm. but nothing in event to like historical changes and whatnot. Like Wild Bill Hickok getting shot in the back of the head by Jack McCall because he felt cheated out of him. And that's, if you've heard yeah. of the dead man's hand, that's what yeah. cards, you know, like all of that. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, cool. I think I'd want to go. Not by myself, mm-hmm. but we should go. We should go check yeah. it out. Um, we have an Instagram. I'll try. I get That's so, nice. oh, my gosh. My watch <laughs> just yelled at me. Did you hear what it said? No, but I just heard he was, like, British or whatever. Well, sorry, everybody. I have a British <laughs> guy on my phone. He just said, That's not nice. I don't know Ooh. what. It recorded. I had it had this long thing from me talking. I saw the word history, but apparently what I said was not kind. I am sorry for whoever I offended. W E Adams didn't like your whatever you said. (laughs) I'm sorry. I feel really bad for him what he went through, but oh man. He sounded like a great person to donate money to. So I think it'd be cool to check out his house. And I just want to see, like, what it looks like with how, like, yeah. amazing. And then also the museum there. And then just checking out, like, I want to go to um, and everything you, there. The, oh, gosh. Hope it didn't get weird. The cemetery at oh, um, yeah. Deadwood. 
-hmm. yeah and hopefully this works okay for everybody the few people that might listen to this I don't know we're recording in different locations so hopefully it works um but I think it'd be cool to check out so and if anybody's been there the few people that ever listening you know Mm -hmm comment um on our instagram or whatever and just let us know if you've been there and what experiences you've had because that'd be cool yeah. to see um but yeah, yeah. There's so a there what De- there's a hotel there you can't stay in it now but we visited it and i'm pretty sure ghost hunters went to that one the fairmont hotel okay i was like i've been through because there's this always is a completely different building completely different this is like off track but we're talking about ghost adventures and stuff, but I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. ghost hunters went to the oh, fair tap. hotel, and that's in Deadwood as well. Gotcha. Probably. That, that we did, uh, my husband and I did a tour at that one, and it's like they want to restore it, but every time they try to, like, the construction workers, like, leave because all of the activity. Oh. Yeah. So I might... We'll have to do an episode on that one because since we, mm-hmm. like, we've been there and like the pictures and stuff and like the weird experiences we had. That oh, that's was- right. I forgot about mm-hmm. that. You had all of your, yeah. So your own experiences on top of what you found out and then just yeah. the history. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. there's a lot of energy there because it was a brothel back in the Ooh. 1800s and it was on one of the blocks that like they didn't have any laws. So like everyone was just running amok. And I'm like, not, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> everyone was just being crazy hoodlums and murdering people and stuff so but yeah that was another one that I'm pretty sure ghost hunters or maybe ghost adventures I'm not 100% sure but one um ghost show went there I'm sure because yeah yeah. It wouldn't surprise me because, like you said, ghost hunters or taps, what they were known for yeah, yeah. at the time because things have changed there. But I'm sure. And for everybody that's ever watched any ghost related stuff, it's if you try to renovate places, yeah. sometimes it's very difficult because a lot of more, more paranormal activity will happen when you mm-hmm. do that. Um, for the ghost residents that are living there that don't like it or whatnot, I'm not sure. There's all different things. So. But that would be interesting. I've forgotten about that. There's yeah. a lot of history so in much. Deadwood, just West River alone, just with yeah. Native American. Yep. All of it. Because um, my husband's has family over in that area, West River. So we've gone to Deadwood a few times, but nothing like um, nobody likes the spooky ooky stuff like we do. So when you're <laughs> like, I'm there with like people, I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, but because I, when I was talking about the historic Adams house, my husband was saying like, oh, you should do this and this. I'm like, slow down. Like I'm going to do uh, one yeah. at a time. That's what mine did too. It was like, blah. And I'm like, is, this isn't your podcast. Shush. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so there's a lot there and we're not just going to stick to South Dakota. We just decided no. to, because we're from there and we're like, oh, we'll just start with something kind of local. Um, well, and nobody talks about us. Nobody no. exists. So like, and we, hey, yeah. And we do use cars. Um, yep, no wagons. Nope. Not no more. <laughs> uh, my friend and I were in Texas and this, like we had somebody ask if we used wagons <laughs> and partially they were like kidding, but I think partially they were like, do you? Yeah. Um, and yeah. then there was someone else that was like, oh, that's the place with the faces. And I'm like, oh yes. Mount Rushmore. Yeah. <laughs> The rock faces, yeah. There you yeah. go. So, if yeah. we didn't have that, I feel like nobody would know South Dakota exists. No, no. or even I don't. Who knows? Even the Dakotas, like just like the mm-hmm. actual Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Well. Yeah. So the that's South Dakota. That's the historic Adams House. Well, um, South Dakota, we have um the Corn Palace. We do in Mitchell, yes. Oh, you know what? Top that. <laughs> do you have a corn palace? No. That whole, that, whole that kid. It's corn. Oh, it's corn. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's freaking out. And another podcast are like, oh my gosh, you got to go see the corn palace. I'm like, yeah, that's in our, that's in our state. Yeah. yeah. We started that. <laughs> <laughs> From our fields. 
<laughs> okay. <sighs> but yeah, I, we're gonna, I think, I don't know. I haven't talked to Maddie about this, like on the spot. I'm like, I don't know. We might try like weekly yeah. episodes. Um, I can't guarantee anything. We'll see what happens here. Yeah. Um, but I think next time for my stuff that I was looking up, um, since I did something haunted, I'm going to do true crime next time. Right. So I found a few things. So that's my hint to Maddie. So she knows what's going on. Cause again, we're not going to tell each other. I mean, very little. So we know what we're kind of going with. Um, but we might try to do it where one person has a, like a story to share, or if we each have like our own or whatever type of thing mm-hmm. to share that way too. So we'll just see kind of how it goes. But, um, So for all of you that have made it this far, we do have um, an Instagram. It is Spooktacular Sisters Podcast. Um, And Spooktacular is S-P-O-O-K-T-A-C-U-L-A-R and then Sisters Podcast. And then we have a Gmail if you want to email us. And it's the same (laughs) thing as well. It's Spooktacular Sisters Podcast at gmail.com. And that's all we've got right now. So we'll post stuff on Instagram. I'll put like some pictures of the Adams house so you can see it because it is pretty cool looking. And then I'll find a picture of W.E. and put on there and see what else I can find. And then that's it. Yeah. So we hope more of you uh, listen and to keep doing this. I don't know. And... (laughs) We need a closing thing. I know. I don't know. And I don't know if we're going to keep saying crazy cats. I almost accidentally did a Tiger King thing earlier. And I was like, wait a second. That's what he says. And I don't even know why I went with that. But we fixed it. We're not going to get sued. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out a closing and whatnot. This is all new. Um, But yeah, thanks everyone. Yeah, thanks. That has listened and. We'll keep figuring out stuff and sharing it with you, and um, yeah. we'll go from there. So, spooky. Keep Good. it spooky. Sounds-